He slept in his parents' bedroom until he was 13. He wet the bed until he was 14. He doesn't know how to ride a bike. Apparently, he has friends. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Wexel. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. I'm Evan Wexel. It's a podcast where I interview a different Facebook friend every episode. We are at Awkward with Evan on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, awkwardwithevan.com for all the old episodes. And of course, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, uh, it, whatever. It's out there. It's all out there. And uh, there's even a new video channel on Rumble for some things. So um, I have another Facebook friend from my fraternity affiliation. This is a a fellow Theta Chi I met uh, 15 years ago from a different chapter uh, when he was at University of Central Florida when I was doing a very crazy, illogical Southeast tour uh, fall of 2006. Uh, His name is Brandon Hurley, and a lot has changed for both of us since then. I think more for him. Because he now lives in Vietnam, and he's like a TV personality over there. And if you're listening, and you're a, a Vietnamese fan of his, uh, Phuc Map is his alter ego. Or at least that is how he is uh, known over there. Um, he's featured on a TV show, and uh, I get into all that with him, his move over there. Uh, and also, you know, how the COVID lockdowns are going over there. This is, this is a conversation from a couple of months ago. But, um, you know, his story is very funny. And uh, very charismatic, and uh, you know he, he's a good dude. It was good. I was I was very lucky to have met him way back when, and uh, we we reconnect and talk it up. So this is me with Brandon Hurley. This is I with Brandon Hurley. Sorry, grammar people. Okay, right. socially awkward with Evan Wexel. In the background, you see I have Theta uh, Kai behind me. Because my my guest here, my Facebook friend of the week, well, not the week, just of the whenever, is Brandon Hurley, as I know him, a brother from University of Central Florida from way back when. But now you're in Vietnam, hence the background. How are you, Brother Hurley? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, when you sent me the invite, I was thinking about it. I think you slept on my couch maybe yep. 15 years ago now. I did. What happened is I had a very inconvenient uh, Southeast tour, not very profitable for about, I'd say, eight, 10 days. I drove about maybe 2,000 miles. And uh, one of my stops was UCF. And you guys hooked me up with uh, with Wackadoo's food. Food at mm-hmm. Wackadoo's. I went up I on, that. on open mic night. It was great. And uh, they were very gracious. And they, they offered me free food afterwards. But- they haven't had me back since, so we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Still trying, uh, but yeah, it's it's it was good time, and, and that's obviously how we met. Is how is how is the college you different from the Vietnam twenty twenty one you right now? Man, well, much less hair. We'll yeah, start at the top. Uh, much less hair. Yeah, <laughs> bigger beard. Okay, um, but uh, I I just feel like I have learned a lot more about the world. Um, yeah. And that, that sounds kind of cliche, but uh, I had a talk with a guy right after university, I actually trained jujitsu with him and yeah. he was uh, an optometrist, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I said, yeah, I have dreams of staying here. I'm going to do my master's and my PhD at UCF and then do this and everything in Orlando. And he said, Hey man, Hey, you, you got to get out of here. Like he's telling, <laughs> he, he did his master's here, his doctorate here. He said, you can't just stay here forever. 
you're going to really regret that. You need to go somewhere else. And it kind of planted a seed, talked to some other people. And man, I ended up here. And I, I, I can't imagine if I would have stayed in Orlando much longer. Let's say 11 more years, I guess. No, so, I'm sorry. So how, seven long, more years. how long have you been? So you've moved to Vietnam or was there a stop before that? Nope. Uh, moved to Vietnam uh, seven years ago. Uh, this, yeah. this September. And you, you're pretty much bilingual now or. Yeah. I mean, I would say, I I, I don't say fluent because Vietnamese is very difficult when it comes to actually saying it, uh, like speaking the language, like a native and Mm -hmm. picking up on the different voices. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to everyday conversation or getting a task done or going on TV, you know, I I can handle myself confidently. Uh, so much yeah. more than I ever thought I would know Vietnamese in the past. Let's say that. Yeah, because it's so intri- I mean, it's just so intriguing. I see what you're posting, but it's written in Vietnamese. So I'm not totally sure what is the only picture I get in my head is this old SNL skit of when Mike Myers was pr- the host of the Asian game show. And Chris mm-hmm. Farley was the guest, the contestant like, oh, I didn't mean go on a Japanese game show. I meant see a Japanese. And all of a sudden he's like <laughs> chopping off his arm and everything. And but but what is what is this show? Is this like one of the first things you did you build to what you're doing right now? What is the show that you're a part of? Because you've you've blue checkmarked your way to this Somehow, from going to another country. Got, got the blue check. Um <laughs> It is a very interesting story. Um, I will try to condense it as much as I can. But in 2018, I'd been here about four years. You know, I, I've been on. T- I went on TV to do some eating shows, but nobody really knew who I was. Like you know, hosting like, oh, it or as a contestant? Just as kind of like a contestant, like yeah. super small. They're like, "Hey, will you eat anything?" I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> and it's like foreigners eat anything, and the first <laughs> dish they gave me was rat. Oh, they gave me two rats and I'm like, oh, well, I've, I've never eaten rat. I mean, I guess first time on TV, let's do it. And then uh, ate goat testicles. Oh, my gosh. Uh, like fermented paste, all kinds of things like that. Oh my but um, a friend of mine, he's uh, really uh, a regular viewer, you could say, of travel vlogs and travel videos. And he said, man, I watch these guys and they're interesting places, but their personalities are not interesting. He said, if you did YouTube over here, you would blow up. And I said, yeah, I did video in the past. Maybe I could give it a try. Mm-hmm. And he actually gifted me. Hold on. I have it. Yeah, here. show me. Uh, he gifted me his MacBook. Oh, I good. It's okay. I, I can imagine. <laughs> So yeah, he, he gave me his MacBook to have a computer, to have a laptop to edit on. And I just jumped right in and him and I, we had a discussion. We're like, hey, what can we do with my Vietnamese language skill and my personality to make sure that everybody knows about my channel? And um, yeah. we came up with this viral idea where like in, in, in Vietnam and in Saigon and well, pretty much the whole country, there's a problem with dog theft for dog Whoa. meat. Wow. I know it's a stereotype, but it's but actually it's, true. Yeah. Like you take your dog out, like it can get snatched up real quick oh and be sold for dog meat. So I used that as a starting point and said, okay, well, I want a different pet. I want a pet chicken because I don't want to get a dog stolen. And I get a chicken. I cockfighting is also a thing that happens here. Right. So all the guys, they have these big uh, roosters, these big male chickens. I get a tiny little girl chicken 
but I mm-hmm. tell everybody that I, you know, I think it's a cockfighting chicken. Mm-hmm. And then I go to buy traditional Vietnamese clothes, but it turns out they're traditional women's pajamas. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I put the chicken on a leash and I walked it through Saigon speaking Vietnamese to people in women's pajamas. And you can imagine how fast those pictures spread. And then one day I have a thousand friend requests on Facebook. Wow. I get in all the newspapers in Vietnam and then they gave me my own TV show. They said, Here, we, we want to make a TV show about you. And then I've been on game shows and talk shows and eating shows yeah. since then. So here we are two and a half years later, 400,000 more subscribers and wow. it worked out well. Uh, so, so that's your channel. Is your channel separate from the show or is the show now part of your channel? The channel separate from the show. So uh, in summer 2019, so yeah. two years ago now, mm-hmm. they gave, gave me a show. They called it One Day with Fukma. And we just went around and did things in, in the city and they had a TV crew follow me and really basic. Then mm-hmm. I got on a game show, which was similar to... I won't say similar to Jeopardy, but similar to the level of Jeopardy in Vietnam, like yeah. on, you know, primetime television. And I ended up winning that somehow. And then <laughs> now I'm on a talk show with foreigners that speak Vietnamese and we debate different topics and things. Oh, so, so is it, it's like, is show. it pop culture or is it like current events or? Uh, it's, it's everything. Um, yeah. Uh, we talked about beauty pageants we talked about dog meat we talked about divorce we talked (laughs) about being single uh tonight's episode is about should you go out and travel while you're young or should you wait until you're old so it's different topics tonight is actually the last episode of the season on tv tonight wow so people are already from all over the world they come to this show and they it's like a I don't know. I don't know what I'd compare it to. It's it's definitely like like real time with Bill Maher when in a way where they'll talk a little bit more political, but like you're just all kind of shooting the breeze about certain issues. Exactly. And Can I where, share a picture with yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. You, here, let me. I'm going to give you that permission. You okay. can share your screen with me. And I'll just give you an example. So it, it worked out good because um, let's see. Uh, oh, I got to open it up here. It worked out well because, you know, like I said, I've I kind of built a name through my channel being one of the only foreigners doing um, comedy here, mm-hmm. you know, on YouTube. There's yeah. a few, but one of the only foreigners doing comedy. Let's see. Tonight's episode is. Right. And is this like how is television in Vietnam? Do they have like is it all the cable channels like back in the United States or are there less channels available? I would say there are less. Yeah. Um, they, it's called VTV, uh, right. Vietnamese television. Yeah. Okay. Let me share this real quick. Uh, here we go. It's always funny. Okay. So on, yeah. on tonight's episode, we have me over here on the side. Right. Right. Uh, we have a guy from Syria who's lived here for about four years. Yeah. Uh, a guy from Nigeria who's been here nine years, speaks great Vietnamese. Yeah. Uh, this girl, she's from France, but her mom's from Russia. Uh, this is Miss Vietnam. Um, and then the host is Vietnamese guy. And then this girl is from Korea and she studies Vietnamese in Vietnam. And this girl is half Russian, half Vietnamese and lives in Vietnam. Wow. It seems like the real world with substance. Yeah. (laughs) I I wish, I I wish we did more of a real world vibe, but yeah, yeah, we just sit there and they bring up a topic 
And they're like, yeah. okay, well, according to your country, how do you see this topic? And yeah. uh, we share our opinions. Wow. So then do you like, did each of those people on that show have like a certain like fan club? Do you have audiences, live audience there, like cheering for certain people? Like, you know, the, the, the Brandon yes boys? And no. No, no, no. Yes and no. Yeah. Um, you can go on the live chat on the premiere on YouTube. Right. They're like, oh, I watched the show just for this person or this mm-hmm. person. And uh, yeah, but it's it's not really, it's less of a competition, more of just sharing. And yeah. most of the people on the show, I already knew. Again, yeah. there's a small group of foreigners that actually make content here in Vietnam. Right. So, you know, me, I'm, I'm very social. I've made it my, my mission to meet just about all of them already. Yeah. So it was a very comfortable experience filming the show. Are, are there things about living in Vietnam that's like unique to other countries? Or can you say it's, oh, it's similar to like life in this country or... Um, can you compare it to anything from having been to other countries or what you've heard or anything like that? It is a very, it is a very interesting community. And I say that in a good way, like the, the bond that they have, like I've only been to countries in Asia, so I can only make those comparisons. The other countries have something similar to that, but I feel like the community here, I mean, you know, a kid can get lost and somebody is going to go, hey, where's this kid need to go? You know, let me help you. Or, yeah. you know, somebody can have a flat tire on their bike and somebody else will push wow. their bike while driving theirs. Like to me, at least compared to America, like the bond in the community, it's it's more like um, they have one one mission, one goal. I'm sure there's different opinions. Yeah, but yeah. They are. You're either Vietnamese or you're not Vietnamese. There's no in between yeah is i mean you don't have to give obviously any opinions but has how has the country dealt with the breakout of the the outbreak or the pandemic does it is it like government's different than most places or is it kind of most of what you'd see is is happening there as well um i just did a video on this so i'll share the information that i found for the video but they they're very uh focused on protecting the people where they say okay like right now they have a what's called directive 16 where we're in lockdown you know that i'm not supposed to go out of the house unless it's for food or to the hospital or whatever else and they've had a mask mandate yeah yeah if it it is a place that's still open yes yeah yeah so for my teaching english i'm only teaching online so yeah i'm just at the house Right. Cause you were also teaching as well. Yeah. I remember you saying that was, it just, you're teaching English to people all over the world. Is it mostly people in Vietnam that want to learn? Just, Viet- just Vietnam. Yeah. Oh, that's, good. So, that's how I started over here was teaching English just yeah. to try out one year and yeah. I fell in love with it right. and I fell in love with my wife. So oh, wow. I just had a lot of reason to stay over here. Oh, amazing. Yeah. I mean, I've used it. I mean, I use zoom. I mean, I tutor mostly like all over the country since, since stuff has been happening here. And some people have been like international where I'd be like, Oh, tutoring someone in China this week, you know, or tutoring someone, someone from Oman, let me know about zoom in the first place when I was tutoring him like 12 hours ahead. So uh, yeah, it's pretty fascinating, I guess. Um, Where, where would you have then been teaching in person if you could? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I, uh, I actually live right around the corner from my language center. Okay. I've been at the same one since I came to the country yeah. and it, it's great because I have variety. Yeah. Uh, 
being a language center, it's all year round and I can have all the way down to four years old, yeah. all the way up to 40 or 50 years old. Like yeah. I'll teach every level. So throughout the week, I don't have to teach the same thing. I, I do kids on the weekends. Sure. I have some adults during the week, teenagers other days. So it's yeah. a good variety. Yeah. And when, and with your show, does your show, is it the kind of thing where it's like, we're going to re- renew you another season? Or is it like the kind of thing that could just go on forever? It could be like, you know, like the wheel of fortune of topical of uh, Vietnamese issues, just going on with the same people for like 30, 40 years. How do you? Uh, we were actually supposed to be filming last week. Yeah. You know, we got news last month because we filmed 16 episodes within a period of like a couple of weeks. Right. And uh, they're like, hey, we're going to film in the beginning of July. We're going to do maybe like four, five, six more episodes. Said, like, great. Cool. I'm ready. And then the lockdown. So wow. we're not allowed to go and film. Wow. All right. I'm going to get back to my talk with Brandon. But first, the best way you can support this podcast is by going to patreon.com slash funny Evan. That is how um, creators like me can be supported by people like you for as little as a dollar a month. All kinds of reward tiers to be arranged. There is some socially awkward wear available uh, on Teespring, now called Spring. That link is in the show notes. Um, but there's so many ways to stay connected. Um, I have a, a bajillion more Facebook friends, um, but I've been I've been so busy. I'm only on Facebook friend 128. I need to get to like 4,000 something. So the journey is real. And uh, let's get back to my talk with Brandon. Wow. And there's, there's like, is there a timeline on that? Or is it just kind of like waiting until things? Just waiting. Just waiting. Yeah. Okay. I'm not so worried about that. Yeah. Because, you know, I got on nine episodes. I've been on TV before. You know, yeah. it's a good experience. But what really hurt me is I have a, uh, a movie that I cameoed in, like uh, a feature film. Yeah. And it's supposed to premiere next week but all the cinemas are closed i don't know what they're gonna do yeah oh man i gotta put off push all that off i mean yeah even like movies that were supposed to come out like a year ago are finally like coming out here in the states like black widow just came out and uh suicide squad is gonna come out soon and yeah it's kind of kind of nuts but then like you have these apps like hbo max where you're all of a sudden you can like stream the movie right away it's like, why they wait? To. Yeah. So yeah they, like, they had to come up with a solution. Yeah, definitely. Have you, have you been in touch with, with Theta Chi brothers from UCF? Have you, are there still some people you get in touch with? Just, or, just Facebook comments. Just you, uh, you can, you can look on some of my recent posts and like uh, Matt Pollitt. I think you met him. Okay. Uh, Chris Marauder was on one, okay. you know, just comments and back and forth on Facebook. But yeah. Yeah. And I feel like I've been gone for so long that even the people that I was close with right when I left in downtown Orlando, right. It's, it's been almost a decade. It's like, yeah. Man. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know, like, usually I would be like harassing all the chapters, like who wants to do a show, but it's almost like to a point where like either, you know, the logistics just wouldn't map themselves out, but he's just out of curiosity. If like you're ever in the area, you'd want to hit up a place, but yeah, I mean, uh, it, it's, it was a big chapter. I remember meaning is like a, one of the biggest like UCFs at that time. It was like like the one that hip like new for like the first few years it was like around. So mm-hmm. it was definitely like so, a, one, of the, one of the hip ones. When I when I was there, it got uh, it got established. It was being right. built when I started. It got established and then we became official yeah. in my time there. And I remember I, I want to say. It was close to a hundred, if not a hundred members. 
Wow. Yeah. That changes after rush. It was a lot. Right. Right. Yeah. I remember. Um, there was a big campus. I remember getting like gas at a mobile nearby, like to, I fill up the rental car. Uh, but I haven't been back to UCF since, but it just seemed like a good time. Uh, what, what other things like does, I don't know. The only thing I feel like in America that they know about Vietnam or that's in the consciousness of, of America is either the Vietnam war or Miss Saigon. Are these things big deals in Vietnam? Is it still on the minds of a lot of the citizens as you, the Mike, Mike Vietnam would, correspondent? I would say uh, older. Yeah. yeah I, I, like, obviously they live through it. Yeah. Um, but younger, you know, it, it rarely comes up. You know, yeah. I, I get treated with a lot of respect, even when they, you know, hear that I'm American, you mm-hmm. know, I get treated with, you know, just a, a very uh, hospitable personality for most people. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like you look at my channel or my TV shows, like I interact with a lot of Vietnamese and most, most everyone, uh, they're very friendly. Um, I did have one, <laughs> I did have one, uh, one student, a younger student. He said, hey, teacher, did you, um, do you know about the war with America? Because they call it the American war. Wow. I said, yeah. He goes, did you fight in that? I said, man, I'm, I'm like 33 years old, man. That was like 50 years ago. He's like, well, did you have any part in it? I'm like, no, no, I, no, I didn't. But uh, say I own yeah, a that, video game though. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, they actually, I, I think they, they prohibited one of the call of duties from being released here wow. because it had, like it had scene. that in it. Wow. Yeah. It had uh, something with the uh, Vietnam and the UN or, one of my Vietnamese friends explained it to me, but yeah, one of the call of duties, they like prohibited here. Oh my gosh. Um, do you have a Vietnamese name or do they call you Brandon Hurley on air? Nope. It's a, uh, or yes, it's a uh, Phuc Mop. Phuc Mop. That's because that's what I saw when you signed in. Phuc Mop. Yes, so and and that would be, like, would that be what every Brandon Hurley would be called or is it kind of a, no. So uh, a buddy of mine, it's, I got to kind of break it down a little bit, but a buddy of mine, he uh, chose the name Phuc Bao for him when yeah. he came here and, you know, we were traveling together and this Vietnamese lady, she's like, well, what's your Vietnamese name? I don't have one yet. He's Phuc Bao. And she said, well, he's Phuc Bao, you're Phuc Bao. And Bao <laughs> means fat. So oh, like fat. stop Bao. No. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, and then Phuc, translates to happy so it's like happy and fat so it's it's kind of like you got to kind of choose your own path in terms of your vietnamese name yeah they don't really like naming a baby yeah they they like for example my friend chris uh he would just call himself karit you know to use their words because they don't it's not like i I can't i'm not super familiar with chinese or japanese alphabets but i know that you can translate names over as opposed to Vietnamese, you would just kind of sound it out, which yeah. like maybe they would do in that language as well. But yeah, yeah. they just kind of uh, sound it out. So another guy, Dustin, is Dutin. Dutin <laughs> okay. You know? So it just depends on the name. But instead of doing Brandon or Hurley, I just went with Fukmop and it <laughs> stuck. And then everybody became to know me as Fukmop. And now I have it tattooed on my side. Oh, my gosh. So now, so now that's is that the thing you're known as more than Brandon Hurley then? Like oh, you have this sure. alter, this alter ego, or for sure, would you ever it do might, like? A, would you ever create an interview show where you were where Brandon Hurley was interviewing Foot Mop? Like it was almost like two different personalities. I've done that. 
<laughs> so it one one thing is it's like and again this isn't speaking about everybody but no. in general you know the uh, vietnamese they like see a foreigner i told you before vietnamese or foreigner that's it like right. you're either vietnamese or you're not everyone else, especially yeah. if you're you're both white or you're both black like they just assume that you know each other or your friends or and <laughs> All i say that <laughs> exactly and i say that because there was a homeless german guy here mm-hmm. right and uh now this guy is my friend not the german guy but a Vietnamese guy went to help him. He has a YouTube channel mm-hmm. and he went to interview him, went to help him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they, he, but the Vietnamese guy doesn't speak English or German. So he's like interviewing. And this guy was legitimately crazy. Like he's saying, you know, the German police are after him. And, you know, anyway, point is the video got like a million views. Somebody commented, Hey, Fukmop can help him here. Here's his <laughs> phone number. And they put my phone number on this viral video and I'm getting calls all day, all night in Vietnamese messages. Fumap, are you going to help that German guy? I'm like, I don't know him. I'm going to tell him to go. Are you going to help Uncle Steve? (laughs) And I had to make a video to explain my position. Um, Would you mind if I I show it real quick? Yeah, I'll just show you the clip. So this ties into what you're saying. It's actually... uh, probably in my top 10 most popular videos ever okay. because I put it out while this guy made the, um, made the video. And basically he, I just try to put it into like, if you were Vietnamese in America and people come up to you and say, Hey, can you help this Chinese guy? And like, but why do you, why are you asking me? You know? So let's see. Okay. This is a, uh, me doing an interview with share the screen here. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so there's and is that oh it's you interviewing you. There we go. Yeah. We've done that. So this is the exact situation that happened to me here. Okay. Okay, I'm not hearing it, but I mean as long as we can read it. It's, oh, it's oh sorry. Let me share the sound. Oh, you can share the yeah, there that's right. we go. Okay. Hey, fool. Hey, what's going on, man? So look, there's this Chinese guy on the road and he lost his paperwork. Can you help him? Uh, maybe, but why does everyone keep asking me about this guy? Well, we figured because you're Vietnamese and he's Chinese, but I'm not Chinese. Vietnamese is like 50% Chinese and you're both Asian, so can you help him? Well, why don't you just tell him to go to the Chinese embassy then? Yeah, we could, but you're both Asian. So (laughs) could you tell him? So it's like, that was my message to the Vietnamese and it got 460,000 views. So they're trying to get the point across. Like, guys, I'm white. He's white. But tell him to go to the embassy. What do you want me to do? It's like one of the first episodes of King of the Hill when the when the neighbor moves in down there and uh, the guy's like, I'm from Laos. And then he's like, oh, so you're, you're Chinese or Japanese? No, I'm from Laos next to Vietnam. Like, oh, exactly. Chinese or Japanese, I'll tell you what. So, yeah, that's totally playing. And that's one of the things that we're moving over here. It's like I, I gained an appreciation. I gained uh, a knowledge, understanding of 
the different Asian countries and their cultures, yeah. because that is a, a fault of a lot of Americans. And I actually talk about that tonight on the TV show Yeah, is that they, they don't know anything. I mean, how are they supposed to, but they don't know anything about other cultures, you know, especially like in Asia, they go, Oh, right. Corona, you're Asian. You brought Corona. Like what? <laughs> So, yeah, and like we almost, I feel like we look at Europe as like a country and the states are the are the nations. For and sure. then like in, For a, sure. in here, it's like almost like each of our states now in the in America are almost like they're turning into their own countries based on what's been going on with different rules and everything. But yeah, That's it's kind I'm of hearing. interesting. Yeah, yeah. Very but then you feel like I, I actually didn't know a lot of Europeans, if any, before moving over here. I met a lot of travelers. Yeah. And it makes you feel kind of like, kind of, sorry, my light died. Yeah, that's uh, okay. It makes you feel kind of bad, kind of like, as an American, you know, we, we might study Spanish in school, but all these European travelers, they speak multiple languages. It's yeah. just normal. Yeah. You know, especially people from like the Netherlands or France, or they all speak English and their language. And I'm like, uh, I studied Spanish, but I don't really remember much. <laughs> and it makes you think like, man, in America, we really are less cultured than many other developed countries. Do you have any aspirations to go to countries outside of Asia or are there different Asian countries you still want to get to that you have, we haven't been there enough? Man, it's, it's a tough one now. Uh, before would, you have had this, the itch, yes. would you have had the itch to go to the Olympics if things were different at all? Um, possibly. Yeah. Uh, it, it kind of changed, you know, my wife and I, we've traveled to a bit of uh, or quite a few countries. Um, but after being married, I've been married three years now after being yeah. married for a while. And I've done, I think, 11 countries mm -hmm. where now it's like saving mm -hmm. and planning for what the next step is, is yeah. more important than just getting out and traveling. Sure. Sure. Totally. You know? But uh, I don't know if you ever met uh, Matt McCarr. Uh, he is a brother in uh, UCF. And he's a videographer now, and he just finished up doing videos in, I want to say Namibia, N wow. Namibia, 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 I, I, yeah, Namibia, Namibia, yeah, I think, in Africa. Yeah, Namibia, that's right. Um, he just finished up doing a bunch of videos there. We were talking on Instagram while he was doing that, and I was like, man, that's so. I would love to go to Africa, you know, yeah. meet somebody I know in Africa, and just go on some safaris there. Oh yeah, I went to, I made it to South Africa like ten years ago. Nice. It was a lot of fun. How'd yeah. you like it? Uh, it was great. I mean, uh, they we it, like your body clock just automatically adjusts, kind of. I mean, we got into Cape Town. We spent a couple of days there. My my in laws won like a trip there, and they kind of like converted their first classes into like six, uh, like a like main cabins, and they got us all there wow. the safari and uh, with my wife, brother in law, his wife, and. Uh, you just like you get you get exhausted by 8 p.m. and then you wake up at like 5 a.m. so that you can you know go safari at the right time. So it's fascinating. Sure. Yeah, sure. it's like it's one of those you know not one of those places where you're necessarily gonna have like the dentist that's like shooting the elephant for his for his ivory for for sport. Um, this is more about like you know just like driving through and the guy in the truck has like his rifle just in case. But it was pretty cool just like seeing it all. Like you don't I didn't appreciate it I think as much. As if I was to go there again now, but it was this far out. Yeah, well, that's that's definitely higher on my list than say uh, Europe. Right. Um, definitely Europe. 
and a little higher than South America. I would love to do South America yeah. as well, but yeah. and Africa would just be a great experience. Yeah. Uh, as far as Asia, I, I, I wanted to go to the Philippines and Sri Lanka, but right. they just, it never worked out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the Philippines would be interesting. I'd like to see the Philippines. My, uh, my parents, like, uh, their helper in their house, like in there forever. Like she's, I think she has like a now hotel back in the Philippines that she helps like owner manage. And, uh, she, nice. I would love to like check it out, uh, down the road. But, uh, yeah, I, I hear a lot about that place and yeah, it should be great. Awesome. Um, do you have any, any questions for me, sir? Is this our first conversation in 15 years? Although I, so what do, have you been up to? Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get, I'm, I'm having interest in actually doing the live comedy again. Like obviously I did some zoom in the last year and a half and I have something in Pennsylvania and I have something maybe in New Hampshire and maybe in Wisconsin. And I like to get back out there and do grad parties for high schools when, you know, you graduate and you have the all night party and they bring in some wacky entertainer at three in the morning. That's, that's usually me. So I'm nice. trying to get back out into that. And then I, 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 I tutor a lot of kids, a lot of kids online. It's, it was quite a, quite a boon when it happened a year ago, cause that's all people were doing. And it's still, you know, it's still some momentum with that. So, you know, keeping, keeping on zoom, keeping people smarter or, or dumber, I smarten them up when I tutor and I dumb them down when I do comedy. So either way, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. To be honest, I never even heard of zoom until yeah. the pandemic. Yeah. That's right. I was surprised they weren't doing it on Skype. No, I, well, with Skype, you can't have a whiteboard and you can't annotate and there's a lot of stuff you can't do. So I heard of it earlier and I even like, I was listening to this radio show host. He was like, you should buy some stock in zoom. So I, I bought a few shares like, you know, before, and obviously, you know, it went up a ton, but you know, it's not, not too much, but still it's kind of interesting to kind of be there at the right place at the right time for, to a degree. I don't get into, I've, I've kind of, I don't know what to do about crypto. I've, I had my, my crypto fix for a little bit, but I'm kind of. I don't know where that's going to go, but yeah, I don't know. What kinds I, of I have appreciated that about getting older where now it's like, oh man, well, I better diversify and put my money <laughs> into different things. So yeah, yeah, same crypto, some stocks, got yeah. the IRA going. Yeah. You know, I, I feel more responsible, more like an adult now. Yes, I do. I do the, uh, I'm at the Acorns app where it's like they round up on all your transactions and they kind of like, they invest that in certain ways and you know you pay it's it's okay it's good i mean you know to have these other little things just sprinkling around so you know anything happens they're okay my family's okay so uh yeah that's all i don't know the usual trying to but yeah trying to reconnect i'd love to like do like a theta kai event again just kind of waiting for you know waiting for everything to kind of be done with this everyone to be done with this and for the thing to be done with itself so that you know, it's the, what's the your double- prediction? When oh, do you geez. think everything will be back to normal? I was going off of, well, see, I was never worried to a degree because I, you know, I did hear of what event 201 was and that timeline, they said 18 months. So that puts us in September, but mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of weird because it's kind of like this, this, this second wind and this variant, uh, I don't know. I don't want to say too much. Uh, for the sake of for your sake of you, but uh, you know, I I have some viewpoints, and uh, you know that it's not worth the arguing sometimes with people. But oh, for sure, uh, yeah, for yeah. Sure. But, but yeah, I would that's say the thing is, uh, yeah, timeline wise, yeah. Go ahead. 
no, it's just everybody has their opinion on it. And I feel like everybody's kind of stuck in their opinion. And it's the same with any major political or human rights issue or whatever. Sure. Most people have an opinion formed and, you know, you're either going to alienate anger or yeah, they're going I, to be I, on the side of you. So it's not really. Yeah. I just feel like if you're on the wrong side, it costs you things like it costs you clout and it costs you reputation. And it's mm-hmm. sometimes you can't recover from it. And that's, that's the rough part. And that's why, you but know, you, yeah. I, I, okay. So like I get into this position of, let's say influence, at least in Vietnam, yeah, sure. right? where people are listening to my uh, opinions, especially yeah. on this show, it kind of like, it, it doesn't follow how I want to conduct myself. Whereas yeah. I've said this since before I did YouTube where I hate, when celebrities or influencers or right. sports people or actors, they share their political or share their opinions on major world issues. Right. Like who cares? Just go act in the movie. That's all I right, pay right, for. I don't right. care about your opinion. So I, I tried to vouch that I would never yeah. uh, a, a vow to, I, I would never do that on my channel. I even sure. made a, a video about the election sure. that was happening and yeah. I built it up and said, who am I going to vote for? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you because that's not my job. You need to do your research, you know? Yeah, so yeah. I, I feel like on this issue as well, you know, that's one thing that on my channel or on my platforms, I'm like, regardless of where I stand, my opinion's not important. Sure. Do your research, do what you think is best to stay safe. And there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And if I could predict, I mean, I was thinking September, everything winds down, everyone's back at school, you know, all is good. But, you know, there are some tricky things in terms of getting on to certain campuses. Now campuses are, you know, they mandate certain things or they have certain visitor policies. So I don't know, like, will it take another year for everything to kind of like fall off? Or is this just going to be like a cyclical thing now forever and ever? Because, you know, for those that like control, why would you give it up? So of course, there is that, that, that certain influence as well. So, um, you well, know, that's what I kind of felt like. You know, California, from what I read, I felt like California was like the extreme where, you know, Newsom, he wanted to just hold that control. And then you have like the video of the lady. She had she built the outdoor seating in her restaurant. Right, right. And then Angela. they told her she can't do it. Yeah. yeah. And then they're like, she's like, oh, but they can film this movie right here. Right, right, right. Oh, I'm glad you saw that. She I there was a chance I was going to like be on the radio with her tomorrow. But I I had a. My anniversary tomorrow, so I can't do that. Celebrating 15 years, not going to go to the radio. But I've actually helped a lot with uh, with the recall that's going to be happening in September. Um, I oh, got wow. a lot of signatures, and I have. I'm actually just I'm I'm finished putting finishing touches on a song I want to recall. I, I, I want to record, uh, and then record, record the recall song. And uh, it's actually you know, and it, it never mentions his name, but I think it's just it's it's it has a limited shelf life. But I feel like. You know, it's it's a it's a cute cute little thing to do over the summer, uh, as as things are popping up. But it's a it's there we're still technically in a state of emergency, so right. it's it's rough. But you know, you hope. I, I always wish him to do well. I always want the governor to do well, and uh, you know, you you hope just like a new leaf is turned over with a new day. But you just you know keep waiting. That's all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly. All. Exactly. That's all, man. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping uh, we were doing good. So the the history with it in Vietnam, where we cut off foreign travel last April. Wow. So there have been no tourists in the country in over a year. Is like Vietnam you, an island or is it like connected to other country? 
No, it's it's kind of like uh, I don't want to say like Florida, but one <laughs> half of it is a whole coastline, right? And then the other half is landlocked. Are there um, nice beaches then? Do you have like beaches? Yeah, and waves for sure. Or oh, cool. For sure. Cool. Yeah, there's some really good beaches. Um, let's see. I, I'll share a picture here in a second if I can get to it. But uh, no, it was one of those things where we were actually doing very well. I mean, the cases were so low compared to yeah. other countries, especially like America. And uh, then, you know, we had outbreak and then it was controlled and then we have this. Yeah. And but then now uh, starting in the beginning of June, mm -hmm. um, in the beginning of June, we had some outbreaks during the holidays. And now it's like thousands of cases a day. So yeah. it's, it's taken off. And yeah. this is one of the beaches here. This is Queen. That's Young awesome. Beach. Wow. There Super clear water in the summer. Wow. Yeah, we don't have that. We have mostly urine in our water. But that's okay. <laughs> but yeah, if it wasn't for this last outbreak, you know, they were talking about letting uh, tourists in under quarantine, right. you know, before the end of this year. But the yeah. way it's looking now, I mean, I haven't been out of the house. I went to get a delivery around the corner of our alley. But yeah. besides that one time, like over three weeks, I haven't been out of my house. Wow. Yeah, it's... uh. Yeah, I mean, I just I just joined a gym in L.A. County and they they re put the mask mandate in uh, for indoors. So like, you know, they I did have where they walked up to me when I was running on the treadmill, like you got to put a mask on. And I'm like, I saw, I'm breathing in and the mask is going into my mouth. Oh my God, I get on the treadmill. I, I mean, for the safety of your for everyone's safety, for everyone's safety, I could be passing out. But I don't even know. So, I mean, I started I ran I ran outside mostly. And um, but. You know, we'll, we'll see. There's there's an injunction filed on that. So we're going to see what happens with that. But interesting. Yeah, it's an interesting time. I mean, we, you know, we don't get, you know, certain information gets censored. Certain people get kicked off. And it's uh, interesting, interesting times uh, in letting uh, Silicon Valley kind of run the show. So uh, it's, it's, it's unique. It's unique. So uh, yeah, that's all I'll say about that. But uh, yeah, man, I, I don't know if you have uh, any so. The best way then, what are these YouTube channels for people to, to follow? Like what the, the Fukmop, is there the Fukmop channel? And then there's the, the, the show oh, channel. Just, so on, on the Fukmop channel, uh, I can share it with you, but on the Fukmop channel, I have a playlist and okay. that playlist will have all the TV shows that I've taken part in. Nice. Uh, let's Does this go on your IMDb? Can you put this all on your IMDb? I hope so. I hope it is up there. <laughs> like I said, I was, uh, I was fairly disappointed because uh, one of the bigger directors in Vietnam. Um, so here, I'll share this right here. Oh, okay. so this, is, uh, this was a game show that I was on, but this whole, this whole playlist on my channel, it has the TV show, uh, talk shows, all this. So these are all the ones I've done, but yeah, so this, this director, um, he hits me up. He said, Hey, I saw your chicken video, the viral wow. one. And he wow. said, I want to be in my movie. I said, Okay, <laughs> great. Like, like the star of the movie. So, said, are no, you like no. union? Do you, are you like a, is this like a, do you just do it like non whatever you can do? Or do you, are you, is no, there like did, a, they ahead. just messaged me on Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's nothing. It's but he's funny. like, Yeah, I want you to do the movie. I'm like, Oh, great. Like the movie star. He's like, no, 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 just just a cameo. I said, right. okay, well, what part am I going to play? He says, remember those women's pajamas you wore in your chicken videos? Oh. Yeah, he's like, you're going to wear those. I'm like, yeah. wait, what? 
gonna be he that goes, character. Yeah, he goes, basically, you're just a pervert that lives next door to the main character, but you're the only foreigner in the movie. I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I guess I don't really have to act. You know, I'm yes. just a pervert, but okay. But uh, yeah, so we filmed it. It was supposed to come out July 30th, but we'll see if it gets delayed. Oh, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll hopefully we stream it on Amazon Prime. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, I exactly. want to get all your, I want to get all your links and all your playlist stuff. This is amazing. You are to Vietnam, I guess what David Hasselhoff is to Germany. So I think we're hopefully we're, one we're, day. Hopefully we're in that sphere. Day. I think we're in that sphere now. You, you're, you're just going a little the, bit more around the waistline. Just, just, just like go through that glass ceiling, that, that inter-Asian glass ceiling, <laughs> foreigner pride to the max. Uh, cool, man. Well, I think I'll, I'll let you go. I'll let you go and enjoy your Friday. You know, I, you can tell me now what the future holds because you're 12, 14 hours ahead. Yeah, it's looking bright. You're not going to miss much, but just make sure you pay attention and wear your mask, okay? Even okay. when you're on the treadmill. That's, oh, yeah. I, 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 it's like 0.3 miles on, 0.3 miles off. 0.02 on. It's, it's, it's quite, it's, it's the extra like competition. Breath. Yeah. Like I'm like holding it out like four inches while I can, because that otherwise would run longer. But either way, that'll be my saga, my struggle. Of course. Yeah. All right. All right, Evan. I appreciate you having me on, man. You got it, man. I'll uh, I'll wrap this sucker up. All right. I want to thank Brandon Hurley for coming on the podcast, catching me up. There are ways to find him on social media. Brandon Hurley, look up Fukmap. I think that is spelled P H U K M A P. I. It'll be in the show notes. Um, but it's a very, very unique career he has over there, and uh, it, it's really exciting to see. So definitely uh, hunt him down, follow him. He, he's all blue checkmarked and everything. Um, so stay in touch, awkwardevan.com, at awkwardevan, and we will see you next time. Stay awkward because I will. Thanks for listening. Go to awkwardwithevan.com to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Now for Evan's mom to pick out his clothes for tomorrow. See you next time on Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Wexel. Wexel.